Hey, I'm James. Welcome to a safish space to listen to some scary stories. From true crime to urban legends and whatever comes between, let's take this time to dive into something dark and see what twists and turns these stories have for us. I would like to welcome you to the I Know What You Did Last podcast. After you. back to the second episode of the I Know What You Did Last podcast. For our second episode, we're going to take a step away from true crime and we're going to tackle an urban legend, a scary and common story that many grow up hearing. Let me welcome you to sit down and hear a tiny but terrifying tale about a girl named Hannah. This story takes place in a suburban, upper-middle-class neighborhood, well-kept homes, garden competitions, jogging clubs, the whole nine yards. Hannah was a 13-year-old girl who had grown up here. She was a soccer star in school and enjoyed reading and taking care of Hank, the family dog that she had always wanted. Hannah always had soccer practice late on Tuesdays, so her mom would pick her up and they would go home to have a quick family dinner with Dad before bed. Her parents were both successful in their careers and were supportive and encouraging parents to their only daughter, Hannah. On the drive home, she and her mom would chat about their day with the radio on low, laughing and talking about the next day's plans or schedules. As they got home and got out of the car, Hannah's mom had asked her to take Hank outside in the back for a few minutes before dinner. Hank was always so excited to see Hannah, they had been best friends ever since he came home to them five years earlier. He was a golden retriever who maybe had a few too many treats and loved his humans very, very much. Hannah kicked the ball around while Hank explored the yard. All of a sudden, Hannah hears this low growl. She turns around and she sees Hank getting low and staring at a bush. It stood maybe two to three feet tall. It was a dense bush and it stood against the house right in front of the basement window. Hannah tried calling Hank, but Hank was just not having it. He's focused on something, and Hannah's instinct is that it's a neighbor's cat, and she just kicks her ball into the bush to scare it off. Hank lets out an absolute roar of a bark, and, sure enough, Miss Anderson's all-black cat jumps out of the bush and escapes along the fence. He's cute and all, but Hannah's mom hates him because he always digs up the flowers. Hannah jogs over to the bush to get her ball when she notices some broken glass. She looks at the basement window, and, sure enough, it's shattered. She must have hit it with her ball. Hank's barking must have muffled the noise because she surely didn't hear it happen. She kicks the ball back, and no sooner is Dad calling Hannah in for dinner. They would eat spaghetti for dinner and enjoy their time together that night. Hannah's parents would be heading to a nearby city the next day for a one-night trip to celebrate their anniversary. Hannah had been alone overnight a few times, and she absolutely loved it. She could watch TV while eating dinner, she could play soccer in the yard all evening, she was in a safe and protected neighborhood, it was basically paradise for her. Hannah and Hank went to bed shortly after dinner. Hank has always slept under Hannah's bed. When Hank was a puppy, Hannah would leave her hand close enough to Hank that he could always give her puppy kisses. It was to comfort him when he whined, but now it was a comfort to Hannah too. Hannah woke up the next day and went to school. She had said goodbye to her parents in the morning, enjoyed her day with her friends at school, And finally, what felt like an eternity later, she would finally get home and begin her home alone extravaganza. 
She started by taking Hank out, playing music, and kicking the ball around with the dog. She got hungry soon enough and went inside to eat and decided just to heat up leftovers from the night before. She fixed a big bowl, tossed it in the microwave for a few minutes, and went and turned on the TV. The pasta bowl spun in the microwave, Hannah was flicking through the channels, tons of shopping channels, sports network, the local news was covering something about some man on the loose. She goes to change the channel, and the power goes out. The pasta has stopped spinning, the TV is turned off, it's pure darkness and silence in the house. This, however, ends up as no big deal for Hannah. She knows better than to set the microwave for longer than two minutes. Dad always says that the house has bad wiring and it will always blow the breaker. She heads downstairs, but is immediately chilled to the bone. It's colder than anywhere else in the house, and it's dark, and Hank was still outside. For the first time ever while being home alone, she felt afraid. She walked towards the fuse box and caught the gleam of shattered glass to her left. She thinks for a moment, mostly about how good her kick must be to break a window like that. At this point, she's kind of adjusted to the colder temperature, the darkness. She's ready to just get the power turned back on and get back upstairs. She looks straight up, she flicks the breakers on, she turns 180 degrees on her heel and promptly marches back upstairs. Hannah did not look to her right, and Hannah did not see the figure standing in the corner. Hannah went upstairs, grabbed the spaghetti, grabbed Hank from outside, and jumped on the couch for more TV. The news was still covering that local breaking news case, so Hannah flicked the remote one last time and ended up on a documentary about soccer before she would go to bed. Hannah made sure that all the doors were locked, she dropped her bowl in the sink, got Hank a treat, and headed upstairs. She left a few lights on in the hallway and headed to her bedroom. She opened the door, tossed Hank's treat on his bed, and jumped right into hers. Hank reminded Hannah with a gentle whine to drop her hand so he could give her her goodnight kisses, and just like that, she was out like a light. What felt like just a few minutes later, Hannah was jolted awake by a sudden noise. A bang. A loud, loud bang. Hank gets up and runs into the hallway, growling. Hannah follows, and then bang, again this time right beside her. She had forgotten to close a window, and the wind coming in was making the shutter on the inside slam. Hannah locks that shut and goes back to bed, calling for Hank. Hank wasn't coming, but she could hear that sweet little clickety-clack of his nails as she dozed back off. Hannah would rustle herself awake again a few times in the night, from growing pains, soccer aches. She'd drop her hand over for the routine Hank check, she'd get her kiss, and she'd doze back off for more sweet dreams. Hannah would wake up around 7am. This was right on time for her, even though she had forgot to set her alarm last night. As she looked over across the room to check the time, she noticed that her bedroom door was shut. Sometimes she shuts it, sometimes she doesn't. She wasn't too alarmed. She drops her hand down to say good morning to Hank, gets her kiss, and as she starts to remember that she had left the door open for Hank to come back in, she catches sight of the mirror across the room. Something had been written on it. In big, red writing, it said, Humans can lick too. As she looks past the message and at the actual reflection, is when she sees a man below her bed licking her hand. Hannah is frozen in fear, but only for a second, before jumping up and running to the door. 
Hannah was able to get downstairs, get outside, and get to a neighbor's house to call for help. Hank had never come back in that room that night. The figure that Hannah mistakenly walked by in the basement had been the man who laid under her bed and licked her hand for most of the night. Hannah had unfortunately fallen victim to an escaped prisoner who had broken in through the basement window while they were all gone on Tuesday. Hannah and the neighbors called police, but when they arrived, the man was nowhere in the house or the area. He was never found. And that is the story of what Hannah did last in the urban legend commonly known as the licked hand or humans can lick too. If you're familiar with this legend, you may notice that I did change one detail about Hank, and if you have a heart, you can understand why I did that. In the original legend, Hank does meet a very unfortunate fate. I myself have two dogs that I love more than life itself, so I can't entertain any story that includes violence or harm to animals. There are also various endings to this urban legend that float around. Sometimes the young girl escapes, sometimes she doesn't. There are also some where the parents return home and they find the killer hiding in the house after killing Hannah. I have always imagined in my version that she leaps out of bed, runs into the street, and that's mostly because my first encounter with this urban legend was in a movie called Campfire Tales that came out in 1997, and the dude that they had cast as the man under the bed didn't strike me as someone who could spring up and get ya, so in my version of this urban legend, our girl gets away. And Hank gets away too, goddammit. Thank you for coming on this journey with the very first Urban Legend episode on the I Know What You Did Last podcast. Please follow the pod on Instagram for episode polls and to know when the next episode is coming out. And double please with a cherry on top while you're there, go leave a comment and let me know if you liked this episode. I trust you can see yourself out, right? Thanks for listening. And until next time.